Do you know, I think we actually did it really good this time. Yeah. Hey, you guys, and welcome to the 108 Jaded Dragon. This is Odette. <laughs> she fucked that up. I just stole it from you, girl. And then you fucked it up. No, girl, do it. Welcome. It is the Jaded 108 Dragon. What did I say? You said the 108 Jaded Dragon. Same shit. Girl, it's not the same shit. Not not when you're trying. You know what? We're getting we're 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 gonna <laughs> world star. Okay, we're gonna edit that out. We ain't. We is though, girl. But we is. We ain't doing shit. You. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome. It's the Jaded Wood Dragon. It's Peyton here. I'm with Odette. Okay, she's not speaking to that. It's fine. Um, anyway. Hold on, girl. I'm trying to get, a, get us up. Locked and loaded. So, today we're going to do something a little bit different. This is a segment that I wanted to start personally because if anybody actually knows me in real life, I am a whore for crime and murder. I absolutely love that shit. Um, so, this is going to be a series that we're going to call Red Rum because... Because I like the drink. Uh, okay sure sure I do like to drink but The Shining is one of my favorite horror movies or thrillers I can't yeah is it really yeah did you like part two the you talking about Dr. Sleep Uh I did I loved that I think they I think they did good with trying to expand it the way that they did I think they did a really good job and I think they did a really good job explaining what happened in between even though it wasn't like a whole lot. I mean, I thought it was just a full on let's make a side tangent for a minute and mm-hmm. do magic. Yeah, with our minds. I, th- and shit. I really thought it was just coming out of left field, but I wasn't <laughs> mad at it. It was because it did come out of left it, field because nobody, because nobody, well, nobody was looking for I, that. I definitely thought you know this is American Horror Story. Who's the man that makes that shit? I don't know, girl. Fuck, he makes every. He made Glee don't know girl ryan reynolds no oh my god that deadpool girl no fuck what the fuck is that man deadpool saying? you think deadpool face this <laughs> shit <laughs> eat a dick oh my god oh Ooh, my god up. yeah look look that shit up girl because she y'all she really said ryan reynolds <laughs> the same man that fucked a stuffed unicorn on Ryan television. Murphy. Ryan Murphy. I knew it was Ryan something. Girl, but you said and you said Reynolds. Because Ryan Murphy makes like a shit ton of stuff. Anyway, girl, back to so back to the topic. So yeah, this is going to be a segment called Red Rum. It's going to be on crime cases or murder cases that I've had interest in over the years. This one particularly is going to be about Michelle Blair. She is a Michelle. Michelle excuse me, Michelle. Blair. Michelle Coule. Sharpay, she can't stay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it's about Michelle Blair. Michelle Blair um, is a Detroit native. She was arrested, or originally what happened is she ends up getting arrested for murdering two of her children. Um, however, she got arrested years after the fact. 
so what ended up happening is is this woman was living in apartments i think on the east, east side of or south central detroit whatever and the uh, they were getting evicted from their apartment so some court officials and some officers showed up to remove them from the apartment but when they got there nobody was home so naturally i don't know if anybody has ever been evicted or has ever seen someone else get evicted but eventually they get to a point where they just remove your stuff from the home and change the locks if you're not there girl that is gag worthy yeah i know isn't that could you just imagine coming home and your shit's out and you can't get into your apartment on the streets girl i mean you want to talk about you better figure it the fuck out real swift and in a hurry yeah you better figure it the fuck out real fast and so they they come to take her shit out of her apartment and they have keys to open the door so they open the door and they start to remove her stuff they're moving it out and eventually they come to a deep freezer that's like smack in the middle of her living room they didn't move it at first because you know you have to unplug shit they don't know if there's meat in there or any kind of groceries or whatever so they move it out last but the freezer was entirely too heavy for them to move which meant that they had to unplug it and they had to remove stuff from the freezer to be able to get it out onto the street. Yeah. And so they open it and right there is one of her kids, one of her kids' body that had been frozen. And immediately they stop everything. They try to locate Michelle to see why the fuck one of her kids is in the freezer, first of all. And to kind of get what happened because now they're like okay either she knows about this or she doesn't if she doesn't know about this somebody murdered her daughter and put her in the freezer if she does know about this she murdered her daughter and put her in the freezer either way somebody put this baby in the freezer and we're about to find the fuck out so this one kid it was two two children so initially they only found she so okay so michelle had four children Okay, her eldest, Gabby, she was 17 at the moment. Then she had Stoney. Stoney was 14. Stephen was 9. And Matthew, no, there's really no information on Matthew other than his statements that he told his mother. But there's no age. He's the youngest. He's, but he's the youngest. There's just no age for him. So. Let's start with the first kid. So Stephen is who she murdered first. Um, and I like Let's talk about the events leading up to this murder. Yeah. So she, yeah. So she got evicted. They find, they find Stoney's body because she's literally like right on top of everything. Mm-hmm. And then they stop everything. They call the police. The police get there. The forensics people get there. Um, and they try to remove her from the freezer, but she's been in there so long that they're kind of afraid that if they do move her, it's going to fuck up evidence because this is evidence. So eventually they send the entire freezer um, to the medical examiner's office to check it out. And they're like, listen, we found this body of a child, um, of a, a small girl in this freezer. And we need you to look at it to see what, what exactly killed her. Because in the freezer, her head was kind of frozen to the side of it. And then there were blood splatters like around her head. So they don't know if she died before getting in the be, being put in the freezer or if or she died after. after which has always and been you can't really move it off because we don't know the state of decay at this point right i mean literally if you removed her and she wasn't thawed out properly, she just fall the fuck apart uh-huh and that ruins everything 
So they, they send it to the medical examiner's office and they're looking for Michelle and two of her children because two of them are still unaccounted for. Um, they end up finding her at a neighbor's apartment hiding with her two other children. They bring her in for questioning. And <coughs> you stay at the apartment complex. That's what I said. Hiding. That's kind of dumb. That's exactly what I said. But my thing is, is I don't think that she knew that maybe they would open up anything. Because when you get evicted, they really don't rifle through your shit. They just put it out. So maybe she kind of didn't think about it. Um, well, she had to have thought about it. But I don't think she was really considering it when she went to go hide in the same fucking apartment building. At that point, I think she knew it was just too late to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe she was just trying to buy time to kind of find placements for her other two children because she knew what the fuck was up. So they arrest Michelle and at the time, you know, she contacted one of her aunts to come get her kids and then her aunt was gonna, you know, take the kids from the police station and whatever the fuck. Um, so they bring her in for questioning and immediately the detective starts asking her questions to try to make her comfortable and to see if she'll tell the truth about the situation and so when she starts to you know question her about what actually happened she was like so I understand that you've been you know you were being evicted from your home and the police officers found two of your children or assumed to be children in the freezer but Mm -hmm. before that she was like do you have any children she was like I have a boy and a girl and she's like, and that's all you have? She was like, well, I had two boys and two girls, but now I only have a boy and a girl. And she was like, well, what happened to them? And she's like, um, I hurt them. That's what she says first. And then eventually she was like, well, I killed them. Wow. I killed them and I, they're, they're, well, she was like, where are they at? She said, in my freezer. They're in my freezer. And she's like, why, why did you, why did you put them in there? And then she starts her story. So Michelle um, starts her story by saying, I came home one day. Mind you, she doesn't work. Um, the kids don't go to school. They're not in public school or anything like that. She comes home from doing whatever it was she was doing for the day, running errands. And her oldest daughter, Gabby, who was 17 at the time, um, tells her mom hey Steven is in here playing with his action figures kind of inappropriately but by the time Michelle entered the building he you know had stopped already Mm -hmm. because obviously it's not something he's supposed to be doing so he stopped doing it and she's like well no show me what you were doing so he shows her and he makes kind of like they're, they're humping each other and she goes where did you learn that from did somebody do this to you or did did you do this to somebody and <clears throat> oh no it wasn't Steven Matthew Matthew her youngest was doing that and she, Matthew yeah he yeah girl yeah girl no girl it was Steven it was Matthew oh no I think you're right maybe it is Matthew it's Matthew Matthew is the one that's in a, playing with his action figures inappropriately yes, Stephen was the first one to pass. Stephen was the first one to pass. And so she asked Matthew, did somebody do this to you? Have you done this to somebody else? Like, where did, where could you have gotten this from? To which he says, Stephen did it to me. Stephen is his older brother. 
Stephen is the third oldest of her children and he's also the first one to pass away so Michelle kind of gets upset she storms upstairs to find Stephen and she asks him hey like did you do this to your brother and he says no and he says no a few times before he finally says yeah yeah I did she gets kind of angry she walks out of the room she sits in the hallway for a little bit she kind of contemplates what she what she just heard because I'm sure for any parent it's kind of hard to hear that maybe your kids are doing things they shouldn't be doing or maybe one of them is doing something like that to a younger sibling and you just don't know how to handle that well she comes back in the room and she starts to question him again and who's you know she specifically says like did you fuck your brother and he kept saying no 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 and like I was just humping it like I humped him once and that's where she gets did you fuck your brother which is kind of a harsh thing to say to a kid because even if that's what they were doing he doesn't know what that he shouldn't know what that word means you know what I'm saying yeah he shouldn't know the context of that word fully because what is going on in the house for this child to for these children to even understand these things as a concept if they're not in a school setting well so they're not interacting that's the thing the so michelle has a history of being sexually abused by her family members so in the interview she says you know everybody was kind of against me talking to them about things like that but i felt like it was important because it happened to me so if any of my kids ever experiences they would be comfortable enough to talk to me about it but still using a word like that they shouldn't know you know that that shouldn't be a thing that you say not in a conversation like that um but Steven admits this and she starts to beat him with her fit like she's punching him in the head repeatedly Mm -hmm. and she does that for a while that's how she describes it it goes on for a while eventually she stops though and she leaves him in his room he can't come out of there and she says that in the process of her trying to process what was said to her she reacted badly in that you know she was being she started to be violent towards him and she would go up there and feed him and they would have talks and then after they would get done talking she would beat the crap out of him um eventually it got to the point where you know she'd come up there to feed him they would talk she would beat the crap out of him and then she would run hot water in the bathtub i mean super hot water she'd run hot water in the bathtub and then she would put boiling water in the bathtub and then make him stand in it and awful it is awful um it messed up his feet pretty badly and she did that more than one time so eventually he wasn't able to walk so now he's not able to walk because his feet are messed up so bad he's still having to be put in the boiling water and he's getting beat on top of all of that um and the autopsy reports for steven were that it's very possible that he was um burned with like curling irons or something because he had burns burn marks yeah on his body body. and so eventually oh he he wasn't being fed much well he was being fed she would feed him as much as she would feed the other the other kids but he got too weak to eat Uh because of all the abuse he was suffering from because it wasn't like she was just you know casually whooping him yeah she was really putting all her force yeah beating ass and 
so a week passes he doesn't leave his room for a week and on the 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 day before he passes she puts him back in the boiling water makes him stand in it um it singes the bottom of his feet off because the water is so hot and his skin is so fucked up from having to endure it multiple times um she takes him in there after she gets him out of the tub and he's like you know mama i have to go to the bathroom i have to throw up i have to you know his body is just having a really bad reaction so she takes him to the bathroom and she she waits for him to to throw up or whatever it is he has to do but he doesn't eventually do any of that so she takes him back to the room and she starts to feed him beef stew she heated up you know some beef stew for him to eat because her wording was she was giving him healthier options because that day he wanted pizza and she was like no you don't get to have pizza i already told you you don't get to have pizza you want to do all this nasty shit to your brother you get no pizza you get what i give you which was beef stew Mm-hmm. she attempts to feed him to be stew and she notices that his breathing is kind of shallow <coughs> that he's kind of fading in and out of consciousness and just having a really rough time staying awake and you know <coughs> talking to her and all that and eventually he goes to sleep and then his breathing got a lot more shallower and it it was more labored and she noticed something was wrong so she kind of sits in there with him for a little bit and eventually he stops breathing and nobody knows she doesn't really clarify how long it was after the fact she realized he stopped breathing that she tried to do CPR on him because she does mention I tried to do CPR but I think he was already dead there was just no revive, reviving him at that point. He was just gone. <coughs> Damn, so excuse then she me. she had to come up with a, well, what do we do next? No, it wasn't even like that. She just kind of, she closed the bedroom door and she sat there with him for a little while. And in this point in the interview, she starts to get emotional because she can, she could taste the beef stew on his mouth still. She could still taste the beef stew, which is, uh, in the interview, she said she thought that was why he, you know, that's why she thought he might have still been alive, because she could taste the beef stew. But really, what she was tasting was what he couldn't swallow, mm-hmm. because he was just too weak. So she sits there with him for a little while, and then she wraps him in... Um, in his favorite blanket. His favorite right? blanket. It's Paul something... Do you remember that designer? Well, it wasn't a designer brand, but it was a brand that most kids were wearing with that monkey on it. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? It was one of those blankets. She wraps it, wraps him in the blanket, and then she puts his body in the freezer. Because she's realized, I just killed my kid. What the fuck am I going to do? Over the her, span of a week. Over the span of a week. It, it took her a week. She beat him. She's, you know, well, I'm not going to say she stalked him because she did beat Steven, but she repeatedly beat him with things, you know, put him in the boiling water. Eventually his, his body was just, it was too much and he died from it. So she wraps him and stuffs him in the freezer. An entire year goes by. There's no issues, no nothing. Um, and then Matthew and Stoney, her second oldest, get into an argument 
and you know she's kind of like stop being mean to your sister why are you being like that to your sister like you're supposed you're your your siblings you don't treat each other like that and the same thing kind of happens but action figures aren't used so matthew says you know because michelle's like why do you let her do that to you why do you why do you let her do that to you and he simply says well you know she tells me that if i say anything to you that i'm gonna beat you up i'm gonna beat the crap out of you and you won't be able to say anything so he never brought it to her attention and she's like yeah but you can handle stony like you don't have to take that from her you can tell me whatever it is you want to tell me don't let her bully you like that mm-hmm. like if it's coming to that point don't let her bully you like that and <clears throat> and then she's like okay well what does she do to you what, what is it that she's doing to you that's making you so afraid and he says, well, she's kicking me. She's punching me. Um, she kicked me so hard that I, I, I rolled one time. And she goes, you're too big for that. And he's like, no, it's when I was little. When I was little, I still had diapers. And she's like, what do you mean you were still in diapers? And he was like, yeah, I was still in diapers. She was doing all of this to me while I was still in diapers. And then she would rip my diaper off. And she's like, why would okay, she do what? Yeah, why would she rip your diaper off? And then he goes to say, Well, she would do all that nasty stuff that Steven would do to me. And she would touch my butt. And she kind of looks at Stoney and she's like, After what we went through with Steven, we all sat in here, we talked to Steven, we tried to figure out why he would do something like that to Matthew. I told, you know, I sat and had personal conversation with with you about this kind of thing. Why would you sit there and talk to me and, and to my face tell me you weren't doing these things when you clearly are? Your brother just told me that you are. And that moment she says that she realized that maybe Stephen was a victim too. And she immediately felt bad for killing him. She felt so bad because had she have asked more questions maybe it would have led to stony being the reason why steven did what he did are you fucking for real yeah yeah in in her interview she the because the detective is like well tell me what happened with stony how did stony die and she's like well i meant to kill stony i did that on purpose and if i had the opportunity to do it again i would do it again Oh my God. Yeah, and the detective is like, okay, so what happened? And then that's when she starts discussing it. And and then she kind of turns to look at Stoney and she picks her up by her throat. And she's not squeezing her. She's not strangling her yet, but she's holding her up against the wall. And she was like, you tell me to my face that you did all of this stuff to your brother. Why would you do this to your, you know, just kind of, trying to intimidate her uh-huh. and when she, she's like yeah i did it i did it and she punches she starts punching her like super hard into the wall and eventually she lets stony go and <clears throat> stony hits her back oh my god yeah hits her back because she i mean that's just a natural fucking reaction if somebody's beating the fuck out of you you're gonna at least attempt to the defend yourself yeah yeah so she 
she Stoney hits her mother back and Michelle's kind of stunned because none of her kids have ever ever thought to raise a hand to her and I I don't think that she's ever just abused her children either until this moment which is so odd to me um and she tells Stoney to go to her room so Stoney goes to her room she's in there for about a day before Michelle does anything else then Michelle goes up there and she starts to ask her questions like she did Steven and she beats her some more and then she goes downstairs to make Stony food. And she's like, you know what? I'm, I'm mad at myself for giving her food. She doesn't deserve food. Like she did this to Steven and Steven ultimately died because of what she did. And I'm, I'm, I'm down here giving her food. Like she, she really internalized the fact that Stony absolutely did this. She did it to Steven, which led me, led to me killing Steven for doing it to Matthew. This is fucking psychotic. Isn't it? So she stops. So Stoney eats a full meal the first day that she's in her room. The next day she gets oatmeal twice a day. And then eventually it's just water. It's no food. So she goes without food for quite some time. Steven was in his room for a week. Stoney was in her room for two weeks. That second week she got no food. She only got water. And wow. <clears throat> with her, the difference was that Michelle would go in there and she like she would still talk to them she would say listen I don't want to do this to you I don't want to hurt you I don't want to you know I don't want to do all these bad things to you but you did this terrible awful thing and you doing this terrible awful thing led to me also doing a terrible awful thing so this is your fault and this is why you shouldn't do stuff like this and I'm gonna punish you for it and wow yeah and so she does that every time she enters their room she talks to them and then they have these really deep conversations and then she and just she beats, beats the fuck ass. out of them the difference though is that with stony she would use her fist but eventually she started using what she she says it's a pipe some sort of pipe that she got from somewhere it's a blue pipe and she starts beating her in the head with it so she would come in her room they would talk she would hit her in the head with this pipe like really hard Enough to where she'd just kind of lay there for a second. And then she would punch her, kick her, choke her. Um, there was one incident where she took a scarf from either her closet or Stoney's closet and kind of wrapped it around her throat and suffocated her until she passed out. And then she let her go, let her regain her consciousness um, wow. as much as she possibly could and then continued. And while she was doing she all of this, she's gonna be awake for this. Yeah, you're gonna see all of this. You're gonna experience all of this. And in the wow. middle of her doing this, she would ask Stony more questions because so many things started coming up. You know, <clears throat> and the detective was like, "Well, what other things would come up? Like, what other things would you think of that might have had something to do with this?" She was like, "Well, you know, Matthew is a bedwetter." He's always been a bedwetter. I can't seem to get him to stop doing it. But what I realized is, is that Stephen was getting up in the middle of the night and going and pissing on him. He would stand over him and piss on him and then say that he peed all over himself. And then she goes on a tangent about how she didn't know that nine-year-olds could ejaculate, that he was ejaculating into Matthew's eyes. And that's why his eyes were always so crusty and, you know, all of this other stuff. And the detective stops her from speaking. And she's like, can I ask you something really fast? 
she was like yeah she was like you're a stay-at-home mom you don't work right she's like right and she's like and your 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 kids are homeschooled she's like yeah she was like so at what point did they have the opportunity to do all of this if you're always at home with them when did this occur and if it did occur if you're if what you're saying is true how is it that they were able to do all of these things to him and you not notice and how did they learn yeah where did they get it from where did they get it from and she goes well that's the thing I, I never knew they would ask to go up to the room and play and she's like how many bedrooms are in your apartment and she was like three and the detectives were like are you sure and she's like in in my apartment and the detectives was like yeah she's like yeah there are three bedrooms she was like so yeah it's impossible to me it seems impossible that all of this was happening and you knew nothing about it Unless you're telling me that you're just never home and you're out doing whatever it is you're doing and you're leaving your kids at home. But that doesn't, it doesn't make sense because one, where did they get it from? You never asked them that when they picked up this behavior. Two, don't you think it's kind of odd that they denied it up until the point that you started beating them? Yeah, because most children are, aren't. Well, I would love to know where Matthew got it from. Yeah. Like I need to that's the the pieces that I need to know is where did Matthew get get it from enough to one show it in play mm-hmm. to emulate it, two to accuse. Mm-hmm. And then with the older children, you know, where did they learn the behavior? Not enough questions were asked. Mhm. To know you just the severity kinda, or the extent of it. Right. Because if they're denying it up until the point of you're literally beating the fuck out of them, anybody who's being abused is going to start to just, even if they didn't, they're going to say that yeah, I, I did. did it just, just so to, that it stops. Yeah, just to spare them from getting beat. Mm-hmm. And the detec- like the detective is trying to explain that to her. Like, your story is not making sense because you're always at home. You don't ever leave them unless you leave them with Gabby and if you're telling me that Gabby is allowing this to happen she's ultimately probably the one that's doing it to them did you ever coaxing them or uh uh-huh something yeah no something has to be going on and Michelle's like well I didn't I didn't really get that far in terms of asking them questions I just went to death and freeze them yeah pretty much I just said, yeah, I'm about to beat the fuck out of this this kid. And that's what she did. Um, but she she does that to Stoney for, for two weeks. And the day before Stoney died, um, she let her take a nap because she obviously was exhausted from getting beat. And she said that she fell asleep because her head was hurting because she just got hit in the fucking head who knows how many times with a blue pipe and it was like a heavy blue pipe i'm not talking about like some some skinny like some pvc yeah thick plumbing heavy yeah she was hitting her in the head with that and um you know something happens and i can't remember what it is let me see Hmm. Okay, so she, the the day before she she kills her, ultimately, she tries to get Stoney to apologize to her brother for doing it to him. 
and Stoney does apologize, but the way she words it is what upsets Michelle. And she says, well, I'm sorry that I did that to somebody. But she doesn't say that she's sorry for doing it to Matthew specifically. And Michelle takes that as, why are you not sorry that you did it to your brother? So you can say sorry, but you can't say sorry for doing it to your brother. Which implies that she didn't do it if she's saying to somebody. Yeah, like to me, I would take that as, okay, you're just trying to get out of being beaten. Yeah, just for being the bystander, the fly on the wall. And I don't know, there I feel like I feel like when she did this interview, she didn't consider all of the holes that would be in her story. Because there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. But she's never changed it. She's never altered it. It's always been the same thing. Um, and after that, um And there's no like history of mental health or anything like no, that. No, nothing nothing everybody that was in her community said that she was a wonderful mother to her children she did any and everything for them she you know was always there to take care of somebody if she needed to like there was no nobody just fully came out of left field yeah nobody ever said a bad thing about her which was so crazy about this whole thing because you would think that if somebody was off like that you'd know and so after that incident happens with stoney Stoney falls asleep because she just got hit in the head again. And she probably, what I'm thinking happened is she must have had a concussion or something mm-hmm. from being repeatedly hit in the head. And at this point, she had been starving for who knows how long. She hadn't had food in about a week, like actual food in about a week and maybe a couple of days. So I figure she fell asleep because she's got a concussion she's starving all of this other stuff is going on with her her body she's just needs, in a, it's in a shutdown mode yeah it's like we're gonna go to sleep until we feel better well stoney falls asleep and she falls asleep on her floor because michelle's removed mattresses and stuff out of their room so basically there's nothing in their room maybe a pillow stoney lays down to go to sleep and michelle smothers her while she's sleeping and stoney doesn't really fight back or anything because she's out cold Mm -hmm. Um, and ultimately Stoney dies now she told police that she put Stoney in the freezer with Steven she put Stoney on top of Steven in the freezer which they discover later because they do end up removing Stoney's body from the freezer and they find the blanket and they cut a hole in it and then they can see Steven's head in the blanket so they discover Steven's body now what's weird to me is that the police went around and asked people like how did you not know that these kids were missing because she didn't get caught for this until maybe a year later um, after stoney after stoney so that's two years of two children just poof yeah yeah and the and the detective was like what were you telling people that they believe that like they believed you and she was like well you know my kids they never went to public school um, or she pulled them out of school at some point because they would get like work and stuff from a, a normal school. I'm not really sure how that works because she said she homeschooled them and the school district said they were homeschooled. So maybe she got her curriculum and all that from whatever ISD. Yeah. And just did it at home with them. But the detective was like, how is it that for three years, basically these kids were missing and nobody came to look for them? 
So Stephen Stephen Barry is Stoney's dad, I think. And he asked about Stoney because Gabby is also his daughter. He goes to pick up Gabby one day and he asks, Hey, like where's Stoney at? She tells she tells him along with many other people, Oh, she's staying with an aunt right now or um, I sent her away to live with a grandma or just coming up with every excuse that she could possibly come up with. And people were believing it, which is what's so wild to me. If I didn't see somebody's child for years, for years, I'd be questioning. And why are you making so many I'd excuses? I'd be questioning after, you know, six months. You know, because... And even that might be a little bit too long because is, is, is your baby really that gone for that period of time? Right. Like what? I like, see the other two. Why? All the time. Why? Like, where are they at? Why Why is it that I'm only seeing two of your children? The yeah, other two can't always... Two, two of them are sent away and two of them are still here. Right. Like, what did they do that was so bad that you had to send them away? And she never, she never implied to anybody that that's what was going on in her home. <clears throat> and the police officer is like, okay, um... I'll give you, I'll let you read over your statements for a little while. And she's like insistent that she tells her aunt, like to her face, she doesn't want her to hear it through the news because at this point it's on their local news. Um, Stoney's dad is going to find out because it's on their local news. He knows what her house looks like, you know. And eventually um, the police officer comes back in and she's like, well, I don't think I have to tell you, but obviously you're not free to go. Um, and you'll see a judge at some point, but we, we have to put all this on file and then we have to get the medical examiner's report, which the medical examiner's report ultimately says that the kids had been abused over time um, because they had several injuries that were healing when they died. They had several injuries that were healed, but you know, you could still see this trauma from them when they died. Um, they also say that both of the children ultimately died from some sort of blunt force trauma. So Stephen dying randomly didn't make any sense anymore. Stoney could have possibly died whenever she fell asleep from being hit in the head so often. Yeah. But Michelle probably thought, well, I killed her because I smothered her. But no, she probably died. Prior but she, to that. yeah, she probably died prior to that. <clears throat> and um, so then, when the medical, you know, medical examiner, whatever comes up with their report, they, whenever she goes to trial, they're like, there are too many holes in the story for it to be true. First of all. Um, second, we can't, we can't really go off of what you say because nobody has interacted with these kids and I don't know how long. It's been three or four years. They were severely isolated. You could have been abusing them the whole time that they were isolated. Nobody was checking on them, you know? So you could, you, I mean, you got away with it. So, you know, you could have gotten away with anything and because they're dead, we'll never know that if any of this is true and she kept trying to say like no like this actually happened this is exactly what happened I would you know I'm not lying about it if I wanted to lie about it I wouldn't have told you that I killed him why would I do that if I was lying that was her case for most of it and she really tried to justify her actions by saying that 
you know. Girl, so she has some type of psychosis. I mean, that woman's. Well, that's what they tried to get to. That's what they tried to, like, that's what they, that was going to be the defense that she was mentally ill and this was coming out of nowhere because maybe she, something triggered her and it just kind of, she snapped. Severely snapped. (coughs) So she's. Blew the fuck out. Yeah. So ultimately she is, um, you know, she's got to serve life in prison without the eligibility, you know, without the possibility of parole. Um, over the time that she is incarcerated for however many years, um, this all happened by the way, when she was 34 years old, she's now 43. She's currently 43 years old. Um, over time she accumulates other charges, which is added on to her sentence. Um, she's had to remain in solitary confinement because she's been so violent towards other people and other inmates. Um, another inmate also reported to, you know, the warden and all of that. Because you, you can write reports when, whenever you're in prison. If you feel like something is going on or if they need information from you, like if people or inmates are moving drugs in and out the facility, like if you know something, you can write this report and be anonymous and report it to them and then they can do something about it. Well, there was an inmate that she interacted with before she was put in solitary confinement and she said that she overheard a conversation that she was having with her cellmate at the time about how she fabricated the story that Stoney and Stephen were sexually abusing Matthew, um, that she meant to do it on purpose. And had she not been caught, she probably would have done something to the other two, which completely contradicts everything that she said because when she was telling the police officers this story, she ultimately makes it seem like she was Matthew's hero. Like she even says at one point in the interview that Matthew told me that I saved him from Stony and Stephen. We're so talking about mean children. That she just kept going. Yeah, like she she maintained that, and she's still maintaining it, which is what the crazy thing is. When somebody brought up the fact that she said that she was you know bragging about how she murdered her kids and got got away with it for three years. You know, you would think, if it were me, if I murdered my children and stuffed them in freezers and eventually got caught, and I spun this whole story about how they were sexually abusing my my youngest child, I'm not going to go to prison of all places and brag about the fact that I killed them on purpose and that I made a whole story up. Girl, fuck no. Like... And, and what's so funny is that... Um, and have the nerve to go ape shit on people there. Well, yeah. Uh, well, even in her court sessions, like, you can look up her interview on YouTube. The whole documentary is on YouTube. You just have to type in Michelle Blair. Um, she's always... Her presence is always violent. The only time she's not violent is when she's recanting her story of what happened to the detective. And I wonder what happened for her to just snap. Yeah. Because when that shit just broke, it broke loose. It uh, Severely. Severely. And that just doesn't happen. To me, that just doesn't happen. I think that she had been abusing her children for quite some time. And two of them ultimately just succumbed to their injuries. Because she wasn't getting them any kind of medical help. She wasn't. I mean, she isolated them so severely that nobody was calling to even check on them. After years of not seeing them, nobody's calling. What? 
I mean, family members included. That's yeah. crazy. That's fucking wild. That's absolutely fucking wild. And what gets me is, so, Stoney's dad um, showed up to one of Michelle's hearings because she's been in court I don't know how many fucking times because she just cannot seem to stop getting in trouble while she's in prison. Um, and you can tell that maybe he cares about her. Maybe he doesn't understand where any of this is coming from. But you just never know who people are behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. He could have been doing... she. I mean, she could have been doing anything to that kid, to those children. Um, and her other two, her surviving children. So Gabby now... Um, this happened she was caught in 2015 steven died august 30th of 2012 stony died may 25th of 2013 and she wasn't caught until 2015 and they were still gabby would have been she might have been graduating high school when we did oh wow so now i I think i'm pretty sure i read somewhere that she's in college matthew was adopted um and is thriving in his current environment i don't think that he was adopted by any family members related um because gabby was mature in age i don't think she had to go into any kind of foster care system there is a form of assistance where they give teenagers who are of age assisted living so that they can live on their own so that they don't have to go into the foster care system um so yeah it's a very it's a really unfortunate story it's a really sad one and it's one that didn't get a whole lot of publicity like if i were to ask a random person about michelle blair they probably wouldn't know who the fuck i was talking about it's kind of crazy considering what happened you would think that it would get a lot more coverage than it did but hardly anybody covered the shit which is what i thought was fucking mind-blowing it's got to be the most sinister shit i've ever well no no it's no, not because toy box killer is pretty fucking no scary. girl that woman that cut her husband like she literally cut her husband up because she was a butcher and served him to her children do you remember that wow or have you ever heard that story yeah. i can't think of what that is but yeah she she literally chopped her husband up had his head on the stove when the fucking police showed up wow it, she was balling it she was making a stew she was about to feed you know, it to, maybe i do remember she was that. about to feed no, him like, to her kids to their kids yeah it's fucking wild there's so many there's so many things but that's why i wanted to make this a segment because i just have a thing for it i don't know what it is i don't know why it is but it is um so we're gonna call it red rum this was the first one um we also by now we're pre-recording this but we are working on a patreon um i made a whole little news article this first one will be a freebie because i want y'all to see what you'll be getting um but what we're gonna do basically is we're gonna do these little news articles and we're going to um give you early access so you can hear the episode before anybody else does you can read the article before anybody else does you'll be able to print it off um or we will send printed versions to you um we're still kind of working all of that out it just depends on what tier yeah it just depends so you can have tears when it comes to patreon and this bitch that's sitting next to me her idea was cheap bitch for tier one average bitch tier two and rich bitch tier three do with that what you will 
do with I, I think it's a pretty cute idea. <laughs> because are you a cheap bitch? An average or, bitch. Or a rich bitch. <laughs> I mean, um, it's still in the works though. Either way. Yeah, either way we'd love you. And these are not gonna be like dumb expensive because I think it's dumb to charge people twenty dollars for a fucking news article that they could have typed up easily. Um, but like I said, this the one that I made for this segment is gonna be on our Instagram. I'm gonna link it in our um story highlights. It'll be under Red Rum. Um you'll be able to download the PDF and view it with me. Um so yeah. Yeah, it'll be and super And we'll be adding cute. and building it as we get along. Yeah, and it'll just be something that grows as we grow. Um, because I'll be fucking honest, I've never done any of this shit. And it's it's a learning experience. It's a learning experience. Um, but I also want to make it everything that it can be for y'all. So I'm putting my whole ass into this. Whole ass. But yeah, you can find the, the news article for this if you want it um, on our Instagram. It'll be in our story highlights under Red Rum. Like I said, you'll be able to download the PDF or if you just want to screenshot it and use it that way, you can. Um, the next one that I want to do is Alex Murdaugh. Um, he's still currently on charge or charge on trial. Um, that'll be our next, you know, person in this series. It's very current. It's still kind of new, so I think that'll be fun. Um, and like I said at the beginning of this, you can follow us on Instagram at the Jada 108 Dragon, or you can do our TikTok. Not that we make TikToks, but <laughs> it's I think it's a good platform to have because TikTok is just a fucking powerful thing if you use it correctly. I also did make a Discord. Um, by this time, if our Patreon isn't up, it should be should be yeah it, sh- it should be because bitch these are pre-recorded if i don't have my shit together by the end something's wrong check on me sos bitch <laughs> but in our next red rum um thing um to get that news article you will have to be subscribed or be one of our patrons on patreon so yeah we love it um it's literally three dollars so I mean, if you have, you ain't got three dollars, bitch. I don't know what to tell you. Click. 